I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. What's up in the morning to you, Chris? Oh, hello, Kevin. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well, you know. Where's me shilling? Where's me shilling? Where's me Taylor shilling? <laughs> Your Taylor shilling? Where's me Taylor shilling? Where is she? <laughs> oh. I like Leprechaun. I really do. He's he he he's got good goals. He just wants his money and a lot of potatoes. And That's all he ever wants. That's that, that, that's good, good goals. It's really just stories about people being greedy as human beings mm-hmm. and if they would just give him the fucking gold they'd be fine but they never do you know there's some social commentary in this in this film we're we're going to get into it but i i was very surprised at the the commentary on capitalism and, and greed uh, and health health care oh yeah. my god yeah. i was like was this made yesterday it's fresh as a daisy yeah it's... fresh as a four-leaf clover <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. Well, tomorrow is, uh, I don't know when this episode drops. This episode will drop, I think, on the, the 16th, and I think St. Patrick's Day is on the 17th, I believe. Oh. Which is, I, it's, I think it's always on. So, but yeah, yeah tomorrow lucky? is, uh, yes, yes, the, the, the luck of the Irish. That's right. Um, on the Disney Channel. On the Disney Channel, starring <laughs> What's-His-Face. Ryan Merriman. And, uh... Ryan Merriman from Final Destination 3, right? And Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> and Halloween Resurrection. But yes. he took that off his resume. He sure did. <laughs> this is yeah. the worst Irish accent oh, you've probably he? ever heard in your life. <laughs> I I used to be better, and now I can't do it. It's like it just it, it goes away after a while when I try to do it. The Irish accent, and it, it's like I'm part Irish, so I should be better at be doing this. But it's it's not easy to do. Yeah, it's better than mine. <laughs> Last week we were on location in the Bahamas. We now we're in Vegas, baby. Yes. Oh, it's so snazzy and um. This, this was made in 95, right? This was 94, 95. Yes. So that was twice, like Showgirls was probably there at the same time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And um, the introduction of Tammy is kind of very Showgirls-esque where she's like in the street. Yeah. yeah and she's mm-hmm. like kind of like angry and spiteful, like right from, from the start. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I like you a lot, Tammy. Yeah. I like your vibe. You're a good one. Yeah. <laughs> You're a good lady, Tammy. What's your Tammy, name? Tammy, whatever her last name. <laughs> we don't learn her Tammy, last what's name. what's her name? Yeah. Oh, Leprechaun. Yeah, there's not a lot of not a lot of great uh, St. Patrick's Day horror. So, no. you know, we were like, let's do a Leprechaun movie because why not? It's an untapped market. I think someone could get very rich with like the St. Patty's Day Massacre. It's just a bunch of drunk people being killed one, one by one. I would see that movie. I think so. That, that, yeah. that sounds fun. And they're all named, they're all named Megan and Kyle. Yes. And they, they all have red hair. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, now I'm in, like, Fargo. What is this? Oh, God. This movie, it just... <laughs> you said you watched this, like, late at night, right? I and did. So I'm thinking it might yeah. have been a fever dream. So I don't... I'm, I'm kind of like, was that something I watched or was that something I dreamt? I really don't know anymore. Yeah, I, this was the first watch for me. I'd seen one, and I went back and rewatched one, and it was kind of cute. And then I was going to watch two, and I didn't get around to it. I've seen it before, but I don't really remember anything about it. Uh, and then yeah, I put this on and it was like, okay, well, this is this is uh, yeah, high quality there, entertainment. There is what you meant to say? <laughs> I I don't know. There are choices here. Uh, 
it's very silly. It's very slapstick. <laughs> so I think stupid. I just had to get on that that vibe to begin with. And uh, I mean, the first one's pretty silly too. But yeah, I've only seen the first three myself. So um, I yeah. believe that the next one is when he goes into space, and then after that he goes to yeah, the hood same director, and uh, and then yep. he goes back to the hood. So the hood must have done really mm-hmm. well for him because he he went back. Yeah, he. he... He started a development property in the hood, yeah. right? And <laughs> it, it grew. And is that the plot Typical. of the hood? Because like now, I kind of would like to see it. <laughs> it's just a commentary on um, on uh, it, I lost the word. Oh my god, uh, Gentr- gentrification. gentrification. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll go with that. I highly doubt it's that thoughtful, but I kind of want to see it. I I do. I might have to watch the other ones. I point. bought the Blu-ray I set. I did too, yeah. Uh, because I knew we were covering <laughs> this, point. so. I'm going to watch them. <laughs> It'll happen. <laughs> Let us know what your favorite yes. of the Leprechaun series is, folks. I've heard the third one's actually usually often ranked typically, pretty high. Typically so. Because so. mm-hmm. it just, mm-hmm. it doesn't take itself very seriously. It's just having a good time. They're like, it's very slapstick. We know this mm-hmm. isn't art, but we're gonna have a good old time. And everything's pitched a little high, and it's kind of just ridiculous mm-hmm. from from mm-hmm. the start. Yeah, parts of it kind of give me like a waxwork vibe. Yes, like just definitely the way it's shot and like the quirky characters. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's just a good um, old time. You know, if you just turn off your brain, it's I I, I had a pretty good time with it. <laughs> I had a good time with parts of it, and then parts of it I was like, what's going on? I, I yeah, but I I definitely appreciated. The, the the swings as we say mm-hmm. the, trying something a little different here and once he got out of that damn store i was like okay this is it improves why are you still yeah. in the store for like 30 it takes minutes about the first like, get out of the half store. hour for him to finally get into vegas proper yeah um which is yeah. kind of a problem yeah. but i think they could have sped that up yeah. a bit but yeah like once he's out there and he's on the streets just like cackling at people for no reason it's quite a good time these puns, though, man, I, oh boy. I just, they're a lot to deal with. Someone <laughs> After, was like, the 50th one, yeah. I was like, yeah, some of them, some of them, like, oh, that's kind of clever. And some of them, like, nope. Yeah. Some are a little <laughs> Swing much. and a miss. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Like, some of the jokes, too. I'm like, I, I think the ones that aren't, like, super forced uh, work the best. But the ones that are, like, or they have to be so forced, like, so over the top that they're just so bad, they're good. But, like, the ones that are in between, I'm like, mm, not really working for me. You know, Warwick but, Davis, he just commits to every single one does. of them. And he I admire does. him for that. I think that's so cool. He just goes for it completely. Yeah. <laughs> I was terrified of Leprechaun as a kid. Like, I would see the artwork at the video store, and I would freak out, especially the art for part two. For some reason, that was really creepy. They were super creepy, and this was sort of the age of all those direct-to-video sequels. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, they were all over the video stores. you just walk in, and you just see them and think that they were high-quality million dollars of film, like million dollars to make, you know? (laughs) And uh, they weren't... They were not. Once not you so saw much. them, they were a little goofier than you expected. Like, I finally watched them when I was, like, I don't know, like, 10. And I was like, this mm-hmm, is not mm-hmm. what I expected. Like, even the first one's kind of campy and ridiculous. Like, it's not scary. He's, like, driving around on, like, a go-kart at one yeah. point And, like, chasing Jennifer Aniston in a go-kart. I'm like, what is I'm happening like, this right is now? This a hoot. What, like, what? I was scared of this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. This one kind of just stops being a horror film at some point i feel like oh, yeah. and it's like okay i'm just kind of a party type it's sort thing. of like and, uh, a disney channel original film but with a lot more gore and like and like <laughs> sexy of, yeah. stuff and language you know it's just kind of it's it's, it's like yeah. a dirty disney movie 
Well, it kind of is the luck of the Irish it is, when you yeah. factor in the fact that he's he's turning into the leprechaun, <laughs> yeah. the the, the le- lepre- leprechaun-cy or le- leprechaun-cy. I'm going for like like lycropancy, lycropancy. Oh, 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 like, oh, like, a, like a werewolf. werewolf? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It is kind of like it's sort of like Teen Wolf, but with mm-hmm. leprechauns. Yeah, it Maybe is. That that's what happens pitch. in the with leprechauns. Because that's what happens in Luck of the Irish too, if I remember. He's I like slowly so. turning into a leprechaun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was hoping David Copperfield would show up, but instead we got what's his face, Fazio. Like Fozzie. Or... His name sounds like one of the lost Muppets, and I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. But he's an artist, slumming it he in is. this, this he... trashy casino. Yeah, he's not working on some train in the snow. No, like David Copperfield. Nope. He's a Siegfried and Roy type character. That's right. right. Without the, without the uh, 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 tigers. Yes. To keep track of tigers but he does have an assistant and a flamethrower and what more do you a flamethrower an assistant named loretta who maybe this is like the prequel for drop day gorgeous because she has like the exact same outfit on in the beginning with really the the assistant i think she's trying to be the oh yeah she's like that she's like but he thinks that she's too old and fat even though she's not really old or fat she just has really saggy boobs right she's not his assistant but she's like some kind of assistant for the the person who owns the yeah she she works like like the some of the tables at the uh, casino oh yeah the tables yeah yeah and puts this little thing on it to where it screws you up and you and you and you lose money yeah but that's until the magic coin comes in the uh, vegas probably hates this movie because it it portrays them as cheating and wouldn't want that right i mean i would say showgirls (laughs) is a much more accurate socially responsible yeah. portrayal of vegas life true, true. or vegas vacation vegas also vacation also <laughs> um an underrated gem of a film what else i mean we don't have a topic so i don't know sorry about that i mean uh, what you pair sorry. with this i mean our <laughs> our wheel was like i don't want to come into oh, work we today. have no idea I, yeah she stayed home she was like i watched that last night i'm hung over and mm-hmm. I just cannot perform my duties. We're like, it's okay, girl. She had a rough night it's for okay. sure. We did hear some child's play news, That's right? right. With the, the casting. Some yeah. casting's coming out. Our girl Jennifer Tilly has been announced. Jennifer Tilly. She might Woo. be in every episode or she might be in there for 3.5 seconds. Who knows? That's part of the Yeah, fun. we don't know. That is the question. But they've got and, uh, uh, Devin, Devin Sawa. Sawa coming back from the Final Destination franchise and... Who I saw in one story, somebody said he was playing twins. Twins? We'll see. Oh. Double the Devin. Double the Devin. Double your fun. (laughs) Thank you. He still looks pretty great, too. Like, I've seen... Yeah, no problem. (laughs) He does look good. I've seen pictures of him with people at cons, and he looks good. He does. I've not met him personally, but I have not either, but he does look like he's aged very well. But we ta- we were talking before we started. Like we haven't heard anything from like you know the 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 people we expect to hear things from, like Alex Vincent, mm-hmm. um, uh, Christine McCarthy, who showed up. Christine McCarthy, at the end of the last one, and uh, yeah. I I want to say Fiona Dorf had already been signed on, and I know Brad. I think was, she so... had. Yeah, that's the main news. I haven't heard too much else going on. I haven't either. In horror land. I've heard there. Let um, us know though. There are some <laughs> reshoots apparently for Five Cream. And mm. uh, but they might not be bad ones. It might just be additional photography. Like we need to get some inserts of stuff, you know. So there, there, there's not really any details about 
what it will entail, but that they're they're fairly. I still light. don't know what to think about that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm still. I, I guess I'm going to try to be, have an open mind, yeah. but we'll see how that goes. I, the moment I heard them talking like, "Oh, this is not going to be a meta horror film. This is going to be just a straight out horror movie," and I'm like, "Isn't that just a straight out slasher?" Then, like, I, which I guess could be okay because we haven't had one in a yeah, while, but, except for Halloween, but. Yeah. But I'm also like, isn't that kind of what the point of Scream was to be like meta and I guess I mean, I, don't know. I suppose like, you know, because the meta stuff didn't really work well in three or four. You know, it kind of felt sort of it didn't really it felt kind of forced in those two for me. Personally. But it's like, how do you strip away what the original was? You know, because the original was designed as a commentary on yeah. straight out slashers. Mm-hmm. So when you take away the commentary, it's just a straight out slasher. Right. I, it's like it's becoming the thing it was commenting on slash kind of parodying to a degree. So I, I, it just, I don't know. It's a weird full circle thing, I guess. Maybe they're going to like parody like those A24 kind of movies and it's going to be all about like, <laughs> that could be interesting. one of them dies in the first scene and it's all about grief and it's like really dark and it's like Gail's like, I'm going to kill myself. And Sydney's like, don't do it, Gail. You're better than this. And Ghostface is not actually real. It's just like a figment of her imagination. And then in the yeah, nothing happens for like all, the whole movie. And then in the last like five minutes, uh, like Paimon or whatever. What's his name from Hereditary comes out? Paimon, Paimon, Paimon. <laughs> That's become the formula for, like, these A24 <laughs> movies. Because I just watched um, St. Maud, and it's kind of the same yeah. way, like, without getting spoilery. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like nothing happens, and then stuff happens at the end. And I'm just like, <laughs> why has this become the formula? And I watched Amulet, which was kind of yeah. – is that an A24? I don't know. I don't think so. It's the same thing. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Why? Because it's art, Kevin. It's art. I guess. I guess. It's, yeah. It's, it it's kind of has become a formula now. Like when it first happened, like mm-hmm. the first few times I was like, oh, how refreshing. Slow burn horror yeah. is back. And right. and now it's like, oh, they're all like this. Okay. Let's have some, let's have some variety, please. Well, that was a topic. Do we have anything else to talk about? That was our, um, <laughs> you know, death penalty pro or con. Let's get into it today. <laughs> this is the day we, <laughs> we're oh, getting political today. The gloves are coming we're off. We're getting super political. Yeah. <laughs> Well, in certain circumstances, I believe that no. <laughs> Abortion, pro or con? Oh God, no! <laughs> Gay marriage. Let's just do them all. Well, Stay all night. You know, yeah. <laughs> Gay marriage. I could be convinced. Otherwise, I don't know. <laughs> I've seen some pretty bad marriages that. We'll see. What I don't get is like, I feel like there's a little bit of conformity to it that kind of freaks me out. Like. Well, even the heteros have to conform yeah. to when they get married to some degree of being like, we have to be this kind of married couple. Yeah, it's so it's like, yeah, any when we got married, it was like, oh, so suddenly we have to do that too. Yeah. And but then a lot of us were like, but we don't really want to do that. But then they were like, well, then you can't get married because if you don't want to be like a boring married couple like us, yeah. then we don't want you. You're kind of marriage. That's and stupid. It was, yeah. And they all want kids now. I'm like, why? Why? I I, I don't get it. Like, just, yay for kids. I like to see them in small doses. All day? No. Yeah. No thank you. They're so expensive, I know. too. Like, I, and you I can barely sleep? afford myself. Exactly. Yeah. I don't have time for that. Like, one kid, I'll give you. But, like, if you need more than one kid, I just... Dear I don't. Lord. It's like, how bad did you fuck up yeah. the first one that you need another one? Shit. I mean... Yeah. I am convinced oh. people only have kids so they feel like they won't die alone. Like, there will be someone there, maybe, mm-hmm. who will be there by their side. And the fact is, you can't guarantee that. What if the kid dies before no. you? <laughs> I mean, no. No. Like, 
what if what if the kid has health issues yeah. and you have to spend all of your life savings on that mm-hmm. or sending them to school yeah. and then you don't have anything when you're in the nursing home yeah. like and then you're just trusting that this kid is going to have a lot of money for yeah. you but let what me tell hell? you that's not going to happen no. it's like <laughs> maybe people don't think this through so that's our treaties on yeah. children sorry sorry about it everybody <laughs> sorry just adopt a sorry. leprechaun <laughs> don't... they don't mean it when they say it like that sorry <laughs> Back when she was funny. Sorry, that was an Aww. Ellen DeGeneres reference, and she's she's. I guess she's canceled. canceled. Sorry, <laughs> yet she's still on the air. So is she canceled? She's still. This is my fine. problem <laughs> with these cancellations: is that they're canceled mm. on Twitter, but they're not really canceled in real life. Like, has this ever really yeah. done much in real life? And like this this Doctor Seuss stuff, it's like that was their decision. That was not. Yeah. That wasn't canceled because of people complaining. No. That was just them being like, you know, we're taking this, making this choice. Yeah. So I don't. Good for them, you know. I, I mean, don't get why. That's, yeah, that's I mean, choice. They, they have the right to do whatever they want. Yeah, you know, it's they like, own the rights. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, you know, people are and so ridiculous now. Whereas the you know the the potato head thing, I don't think anybody was really complaining. But you I know, mean, again, they, their decision. You it's know? a goddamn potato. <laughs> it's a potato. <laughs> fucking potato, <laughs> y'all. Well, yeah, I mean, I respect. <laughs> It was weird that we called it Mr. or Mrs. Potato Head to begin with. Exactly. They didn't have any genitalia or sexual drive that I know of. So it's it's a potato. It's a potato. It goes well with sour cream and chives. It doesn't. Yeah. It was clearly a marketing thing because once you have the Mr. Potato, then you got to buy the Mrs. Potato and then the baby potato. So then you got to buy it all. But (laughs) yeah, it never really made sense. So I don't know why people are up in a, you know huss over it but it's people are silly gooses i'm just done with them they they need like actual problems (laughs) they need like go fight for minimum wage or health care like i I have seen more posts about the fucking potato than i I have like health care and shit my god and we're being, I mean, I truly believe we're being stoked by, and this is conspiracy theory, uh, stoked by the government, too, to fight over these stupid issues Probably. so that we don't focus on the, the big issues. Yeah. And yeah. people can't seem to grasp that, mm-hmm. you know? It's like they want to fight about a potato yeah. more than they want to fight about healthcare. Like, and it's like, They're canceling why? Greece. We can't go to our sing-along this year. Like, no, they're not. Like, no, three people it's... on Twitter were, were like, Rizzo was slut shame. This movie's problematic. It's like, yeah, we've always known that because mm-hmm. Rizzo was the best fucking character in the movie. Yeah, it's not fair that she was right, slut, exactly. slut shamed. There's a song mm-hmm. that she sings about the fact that she's slut shamed. <laughs> like, yeah, she's aware of the fact the that she is the best part of the movie. So, um, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's called self awareness. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> now people like that. Screw them. Sometimes I think they're actually just right wing people. I think so too. Trying to rile it's up, be. rile up the the yeah. Because I have never yeah. met a person who is like, oh my god, the most problematic film of all time. Obviously, Greece. Really, obviously, Greece. Really, <laughs> not like you know, Gone with the Wind or Birth of a Nation. It wasn't even made in the fifties, but it was made in the seventies. So that's problematic. They should have known it's not better. <laughs> like they had twenty years to know better, and they didn't know better. But we know better yeah. now. I'm like, oh, we, shut boy, up. Why do we? Like, it's so annoying. It's going to get to the point where, like, what are we even showing movies? You I know. know. I, if you can't show anything, I, I just. Like, can, can we not show a character it. who is being slut shamed, but show the repercussions of that on their life or how that's not yeah, right and that's not, not a good thing to do? Because at, at the end of the film, I would say it shows that it wasn't a good thing for them to do that, you know? Right. And it's right. like, I don't get it. 
I don't either. Like, how is Alas. Leprechaun 3 going to fare in this cancel culture we have? That's the important question. Oh, I question. don't know. I don't... See, that would require people to actually watch it, but, <laughs> you know. So they've already canceled think... Leprechaun 3. They've already... <laughs> it was pre-canceled. It was canceled back it's in 95. It's true, though. I mean... I think that's why so many of these like horror films get away with shit because it's like no one's actually only seen like them. five people watch them. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah. yeah, that's the thing because if people knew what w- went on in some of these films from the seventies and eighties, especially, yeah, holy shit, yeah. they would their minds would be Even blown. Lo- it's true. Even like the crush, I feel like if oh, more God, people yeah. went back and rewatched that and knew that she was fifteen, yeah. they would be like, "No, this is terrible." But I haven't heard anyone oh, yeah. say anything about it. No, because you know? like it, it was big for about a decade and then it just was sort of just then it was never gone. really yeah. aired again and it just Poof. yeah so it's really just us that grew up with it that know about it i don't think any mm-hmm. of the gen z's or whatever they are now is it are we on <laughs> z or are we on y or what i don't know gen elemento pqrs i think we're technically technically y something like that i don't know y a y a y because there was um, yeah, because there was Gen X and then Gen Y, which is the same thing as Millennials, yeah. and then Gen Z. So I don't know what they're going to do after Z, though. Who knows? Like, Are they just going to go go back to A or two? something? Gen A. Let's talk about the movie. Oh, we? yeah. Leprechaun 3. <laughs> Leprechaun 3. Lost in, in Las Vegas. In Vegas, baby. All right. So this film was... I, I mean, I couldn't find too much about it because, again... <laughs> It's a direct-to-video <laughs> sequel. But it was greenlit right on the heels of Leprechaun 2, which was the last theatrical film in the series. It only made $2.3 million, so that's probably why. (laughs) Oh, poor Leprechaun. As we've said in the past, early 90s, not a great time for slashers in general. Nightmare on Elm Street's kind of on the outs, except for New Nightmare, I guess, but... And uh, Friday 13th is kind of on the last legs, and Halloween, not super exciting, although Chris of Michael Myers, as we talked about, has some fun. Mm -hmm. Child's Play sort of tapped out Mm -hmm. around 91, so yeah, there really was not a whole lot slasher-wise in theaters at the time, so it kind of makes sense that even if you know, Leprechaun had been a hit, it probably wouldn't have lasted very long anyway. Even so. Candyman was like, farewell to the flesh. Yeah, and that was farewell. that was direct video, right? No, that 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 played in theaters for like a week. It played in theaters? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean for like a week or two. Yeah, but not not too much going on slasher wise. Mm-hmm. It's more the thrillers that we talked about. I would say Leprechaun uh, three is a thriller. <laughs> <laughs> it's very psychological. Yeah. It uh it arouses emotions like thrillers and uh um it has a runtime like thrillers and there are actors like thrillers. Were well, you not thrilled, Kevin? Were well, you not thrilled? Were well, you not thrilled about the leprechaun? There, that's all I really have to say about that. It, it's directed. Okay. It's directed by Brian Trenchard Smith, mm-hmm. who is an English Australian filmmaker, known for a lot of these like seventies low budget genre films like uh man from hong kong and stunt rock and death catchers i, I i've never seen any of these they so i don't know he also did night of the demons too, which is fun so there's that that's yeah a good time that's a good one it was written by david dubos uh who was known for butterfly and the typewriter spy school and cradle of lies i've heard of cradle of lies oh. um i don't know much about it so i don't that. i haven't seen those this film boasts a Beautiful zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, oh, I'm I quit. I quit. That is offensive to me. That is so rude. But, but there are only like four reviews on there, so it's not like a, a like you know a huge represent representative no, what thing. What kind of asshole couldn't at least find one nice thing to say about this movie? <laughs> I mean, you, you, you the, gotta at least give it some props for something, you know? 
the audience score is is 34%, so that's a oh, little bit better. Yeah. Like, that's getting closer to, you know. I'm done with the world. I'm checking out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is depressing. Apparently, it was the highest-selling direct-to-video film of 1995. There we so go. That's something. There we go. That's something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because the box art was people, beautiful. I mean, it, it, it told it you was, exactly it what you were going to get. You got Leprechaun yeah. in the sky. You got Vegas at the yeah. bottom. And it's like, he's yeah. coming to town. And you're like, uh-oh. Leprechaun in the sky with diamonds. It was the, or the shillings, Beatles. Really. Well, you know, and Warwick himself has said that this is his favorite film in the series. Oh, good taste. Uh, he says, taste. Uh, he says, I think it tapped into the... I'll read it in kind of an Irish accent to oh, good. be respectful here. <laughs> <laughs> this should be fun. He says, uh, I... <laughs> I think it. I think it. Ta- I can't do it. <laughs> I, I'm like four words. And I think it tapped into the into the potential to bring in a, a comedic element. I can't do it. Oh, I just can't no. uh, to it all. And uh, he says that uh, uh, Brian, he who worked on that one, it was an incredible director. He he manages to get so many of the little money, so much out of little money, oh. and uh, that was what what was great about working with him. He really got the humor of it all. You know? That was pretty good. I, I tried. That, I watched a lot of Luck of the Irish when I was a kid, and I tried to perfect that accent. It paid and off. And I've lost it over the years. <laughs> I, I tried. I've really tried, yes. Um, I am part Irish, so I've always wanted to, like, be able to do it, but I can't yeah, do it Apparently, well, I'm supposed to be. I took one of those, like, uh, heritage tests, and apparently I'm, mm-hmm. I come from a big chunk of Irish somewhere, so. But I, okay. I can't do it, though. So so, so we're, we're celebrating our um, Irish heritage apparently this so. week, I guess. Yeah. There was a nice quote on, because I was trying to find like a good critic quote, something that said something nice about this, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find much. But uh, there was one from KillerHorrorCritic.com. I don't know who this person or people are, but I, I liked it a lot. They said, uh, Leprechaun 3 is the only time where the killer leprechaun is surrounded by other hams attempting to out-ham each other, which is Very true. true. You know, there's a there's a terrible mu- magician um, to a scummy hotel owner to Elvis Presley himself. <laughs> the sets are filled with over-the-top characters who make the leprechaun seem in his element. And uh, the incongruity of a little person running around through the streets killing people doesn't exist when he's in a city where seeing white tigers at the entrance to a casino is normal. Very true. Somehow the entire premise is more acceptable when it's in Las Vegas. I agree with that. So when I read that, I actually, yeah, when I read that, I was like, okay, that made me appreciate the film a little more than when I was actually watching it. Um, Because I think it's true. It's like everything is so wild. Even the extras uh, are like fascinating. Yeah, there's there there's yeah. a woman with a a martini right behind the lead during a scene where he's at like a a table, and I was just drawn yes. to her. She was fascinating. I was like, these extras are amazing. <laughs> One of the guys looked like a male Winona Ryder, oh, like with a scar on I the think lip. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and once I saw it, I was like, I couldn't unsee it. <laughs> What other film has that? Come on. Come on. Yeah. It, There's attention like to detail the, here that I think is yeah. actually really great. There is. Like, every character has this weird little trait. Mm-hmm. Like, even the, the, the loan shark person who is into, like, Judy Garland. Oh, yeah, and, who's, like, maybe closeted gay, possibly? Yeah, maybe closeted because gay. Because he's yeah. always it's, like, I would wear those garters, but they're like, I feel like they would make me a sissy. And I would, would do this, but mm-hmm. it's too sissy. And then his last words are like... What was Judy Garland like to work with? <laughs> it's a very sad death, you know. 
As sad as a death gets in Leprechaun 3. <laughs> I mean, we don't really mourn anyone's death in this film because everyone's kind of a piece of shit except for like the two leads. Like they're pretty it's true. pleasant, the, but everyone else this is an movie, asshole. You can't say that this movie doesn't know what it is. Oh, like, yeah. It knows what it's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It knows it's worth. It's worth in gold. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, should we talk through it? Oh, why not? Yeah. So, or try to. Um, uh, yeah. An armless guy walks into a pawn shop. <laughs> what a way to begin a movie. But he does have, have a have a hook for a hand. Um, I'm pretty sure he yes. doesn't have a leg, too. I think, like, one of his legs is gone. I'm, I'm not mm. sure who this guy mm-hmm. is, but he comes in with this huge statue of the leprechaun and this big medallion on it. And he says, don't take the medallion off, but I got to get some money for this to get out of town and get some gas. And the, so what does he do? The first thing he does, the, he the takes pawn, off the goddamn the medallion, pawn, right? The pawn shop guy. That's that's the first thing he does. The first thing, like within yeah. five seconds, he's taking off the medallion. Literally, yeah. And he gives yeah. him like twenty bucks for it. And the guy's like, "Okay, good. Peace out." And yeah. uh, and he takes the medallion off. And of course, this wakes up the leprechaun. So within the first two minutes of this of this film, the leprechaun's back, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Where's my pot of gold?" You know, because also when the when the transformation happens, it, it t- turns it into a pot, a pot of gold too, you know? Mm-hmm. So the pawn shop guy is like, well, I'm going to keep the gold and there's a big fight. And this fight lasts for the first act of the film. Okay. He, like it's ridiculous. It just keeps going. He bites off his toe at one point. He, he like shoots him with a bow and an arrow. Ear. It's it, uh, an ear. And at some point the shop owner pulls out this like ancient windows, 95 CD ROM yes. that has this like, kid story about leprechauns for some reason it's informative. he has I, this I, on call um it's mm-hmm. just like here are, here's the history of fairies and other creatures and i'm like why would you have this you're a gr- grown-ass man it's it's so weird he yeah. just loads the cd the cd ramen and uh we're treated yeah. to a little uh slideshow pre- presentation of mm-hmm. the history of leprechauns which we learn a lot about mm-hmm. um about like what what they want they love potatoes they love their gold mm-hmm. and uh, and this leprechaun is no different he wants his gold but he actually at some point he hides the gold like downstairs in this safe thing right mm, yeah but one of the gold coins goes rogue and is still out there. And the thing is, is that if you have this coin and you make a wish, the leprechaun has to grant the wish. But the wish is never exactly what you want. It's always a little tweaked. It's it's a monkey's paw-esque kind of a wish. Exactly. Be, be careful what you wish exactly. for. Exactly. Because you just might You'll get, get it. You'll get it. As the pussy dolls would. But it pussycat dolls would won't say. be what you really want. Nope. And in the meantime, there's this guy named Scott. And he's going to... He, he's driving to college... With a check that his parents gave him for full tuition, just randomly in his mm-hmm. pocket. And he encounters a woman who's broken down on the side of the road named Tammy. Almost hit, hits her with his car. And he's like, okay, so your car's not not going to start, so I'll drive you to work. And she works at this casino called the Lucky Shamrock. And she is a... This is, uh, this is a very, like, um, erotic thriller entrance, too, as we've talked be. about. They always seem to meet by, car accidents. like, you know, getting hit by a car. Yeah. Or almost getting, yeah I'm like, it's... is she secretly a femme fatale? What's what's going to happen? And she could be. Is she Erica And the fashion choices... Yes. The fashion choices in this are very early 90s, especially very his, much. like, 
he, he's like has this big giant baggy plaid shirt mm-hmm. thing on but he also has this like uh, jean jacket over the top of it yeah. and i'm like well, this is taking me back and her except uh, but then her like outfits like this dominatrix like <laughs> assistant thing we're getting to it, oh but yeah. yeah it's it, yeah so he's like hey i've never been to a casino before can you like sneak me in and she's like oh i could get fired for it but okay sure and she's mm-hmm. like just do not gamble and yeah the first thing he fucking does is cash his check, his fucking tuition check, this huge sum, yeah. and gambles it all away because mm-hmm. the person in charge of the table, her name is Loretta, played by Caroline Williams Loretta. from um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. Uh, Stepfather 2. I mean, she just, she's just she been in a lot of stuff. She lives Two trailers down. Two trailers don't down. Don't her. don't don't fall for it. And she has. Yeah, I think uh, a nice cold mint would help if I. Stuck <laughs> your head up your, your ass. ass. And she has fixed the tables with the help of Mitch, who is the guy that runs the casino. Mm-hmm. He's kind of the sleazy guy. And mm-hmm. they fixed it to where you can never really win. And so he is just like, yeah. poor Scott. He's just like all of his money is just completely gone. And he's like, what am I going to do? And she's like, well, your watch looks nice. Maybe you, you can go to the pawn shop across the street and pawn it and come back with more money and play again. And he's like, sounds like a great idea. So he goes across the street to the pawn shop where the leprechaun is still beating up on this poor guy. <laughs> and he comes in right as he's been killed. And he's like, oh, shit. And he finds the coin and he makes a wish. He makes a wish and is like, I wish I was back at the table at the casino winning all my money back and like just, you know, not being able to ever lose. And he's transported magically to the table again. I wish to go to the <laughs> I wish to go to the slot machine. <laughs> More than I wish. More than my moon. And he's back there and he cannot lose. He's winning like a shit ton. And Mitch is like, what's going on here? Because, you know, Loretta fixed the table. So why is it working? Like, why are you getting all this money? And and he's like, OK, kid, we got we, we got you in a nice room here and you can cash in all your stuff and just go up there and just wait it out for an hour. And we're going to figure out what's going on here. And in the meantime, there's these two guys that. Mitch owes some money to, and they're just like these buffoons. Like they're kind of useless, but they're kind of fun too. They have weird little lines, yeah. like one of them, the Judy Quirky. Garland stuff, and then he mentions like, "I, I want health insurance for all Americans." Yeah, I'm like, okay, like, that has nothing to do with anything, but it comes back later. Political commentary, and then also, um, Tammy works for this ma- magician, the great Fazio, Fazio, who might be a gay. Possibly, it seems like he might be. I get some vibes yeah. because even later on when Loretta gets all beautiful, we'll get to it. Like, yeah. He's not really interested in her. Yeah. He's more interested in stealing the coin from exactly. her. Like, he's, he's one of those opportun- opportunistic gays who's just, you know, wants to get ahead. Yeah, because see, he and Loretta, like she doesn't want, he do- doesn't want her in the act because he believes she's too fat and too old, even though she, does, she doesn't really look that fat mm-hmm. or that old. And so she wants to be in the act and stuff. And she tells Fazio like, hey, this kid is winning everything. Like we should go up to his room and like steal this stuff like I think this coin that he has is like magical or something so let's take the money we can split it but give me the coin and by this point the leprechaun is now out and about in Vegas walking the streets Mm -hmm. and he finds the casino and he's just causing a bunch of mayhem like he turns one of those guys that's uh 
looking for the money for Mitch. He turns him in, in into like a, a slot machine for a for a second. Yeah, it doesn't kill him. A coin dispenser thing, but yeah. he just turns yeah. into like a oh, coin he, dispenser. Yeah, he meets Elvis too. He does. That's and, a uh, fun <laughs> moment. He gets a little thank you very much. Oh dear God, fun little it's, moment. It's cringy, but I did yeah. chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> He, I have no standards. He does not meet Wayne 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 Newton. I guess Wayne was not available. To, yeah, he yeah. does. He doesn't get to sing "Love and You" with Wayne Newton, which is a shame. Oh, that's like the best part it of Vegas. Really I want to go on Vegas vacation. Do. Damn it! <laughs> Can we cover it, please? For like our camp pick a bonus. <laughs> yes, <please. laughs> I think we're the only two people that like that movie. But you know what? We're gonna own I, it. People, it's usually like the most hated one I in the know, series, and I'm like, it. I think it's really think fun. It's fun but too. whatever. What the hell? Oh, yeah. people, and uh, and so yeah, he he actually meets. Fazio and and gives him some real magic by putting mm-hmm. like I don't know if it's like leprechaun poop in his hand because he he seems very disgusted <laughs> by it. It's it smells green, bad. Yeah, so I assume. Yeah, yeah. it it yeah. looks like a green slushy, but I guess it's some yeah. kind of poop. I don't know. And yeah. uh, and so then Fazio decides to go to the room of Scott and. He <laughs> this scene's kind of gay. That's really ridiculous because uh, yeah, Scott is like brushing his teeth with his shirt off. He looks really twinky, mm-hmm. and Fozzie is just like going through his underwear yeah. and through his shit. And I'm oh, like, and are they gonna he fuck? Like, but nope, steals happen. one of his shirts. He he's like, that's mm-hmm. S- mm-hmm. that's silk. That's coming with me. And mm-hmm. and then Scott comes in and he's like, what are you doing? And Fazio like throws this like smoke bomb. A smoke bomb. <laughs> and he's like, be gone. And he's just <laughs> be gone. It's so silly. (laughs) And then this cart comes in, this like room service cart all by itself. And you're like, what the hell? But then you see it's being pulled by the leprechaun. And he's like, oh, hello, lad. And he bites him Mm -hmm. on the arm. Like he takes this big chunk out of of his arm. And then Scott like throws him out of the window. This we love this trope, right? This I is love the trope. It so much. They, they get thrown out of a window, <laughs> but it's and he's like, it's clearly next time I'll dummy. take the elevator. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. And uh, of course, he's not dead. You know, he he dusts himself off no. fairly quickly. And no. uh, by the way, we're skipping like fifty puns that have there happened are so in many the meantime. Puns. But like, there's so many. Most of the puns. film, like this movie's like a little over ninety minutes. I would say about seventy of them are puns. So are puns. Just so you know, <laughs> it's true. It's true. So you know what Be you're prepared. getting yourself into. We couldn't yeah. we couldn't touch upon all the puns. There are just far too many. Right. We'd be here all week. Um and and so now Scott's like starting to feel weird and he has this craving for potatoes, so he goes downstairs and gets like potato pancakes, french fries and like potato chips and like every kind of po- potato mm-hmm. known to to man. Spuds. Yeah, spuds. Mm-hmm. And he's talking in an Irish accent occasionally, but then he stops and he's like, "What's wrong with me?" So it's almost like he's possessed by a leprechaun. And mm-hmm. his face kind of mm-hmm. starts to change a bit. He's growing hair in like weird places and stuff. His stomach looks disgusting. It's like it's like this weird, yeah. creepy looking thing. They think it's fungus. Yeah, or it's some kind of a fungus. Mm-hmm. Gross. And Gross. in the meantime, the coin has switched hands into that of Mitch. And mm-hmm. Mitch wishes that Tammy would be like at his beck and call and his like fuck buddy and all of a sudden tammy gets possessed and like walks over and, and is like hey mitch let's go do it and so they go up to his room and there's like a, a, a whole scene on the elevator where like she's like slapping him and it's like yeah and then he just starts, starts it's, like it's interesting he starts like bashing himself into the 
side yeah. of the elevator like that's what you like, want baby that's what you want it's so stupid he didn't he didn't wish for her to like become a dominatrix no. but she basically becomes one and is like abusing him and i'm like maybe okay. that was his deepest darkest wish who knows it could be and so yeah. like she does like a little strip tease and stuff and then that's when loretta breaks into the room and steals the coin and once the coin mm-hmm. switches hands again his wish is over and Tammy's like, yeah. wait, why am I taking off my bra? Why am I here? And he's like, it's okay, baby. And she's like, no, you're disgusting. And he's like, well, you know what? You're fired. And she's like, what? And so she goes on the elevator and then meets Scott down below. And she tells him the whole thing. And he's like, we're going to get him. This is this is a Me Too world. And we're going we're gonna to get it, him. I was going to say, it's like it's kind of a nice I little know. like Me Too moment there. Where they're like, you know, we're going to take down this asshole. Because he's done this before. Right? And it's time. What an ally down, Scott yeah. is. Really. I mean, yeah. really lovely. Yeah. And I, I was very I mean, he also this. wants to, to like. He wants to date well, Tammy she's too. Lovely. But still, you know, I it's, don't it's, mind. Yeah, she, he's a little lovely, more yeah. chivalrous about it, you know. And um, yeah, yeah. And then in in the meantime, Loretta has this coin, and she's like, "I wish to be young and beautiful and thin," and mm-hmm. she gets it. She becomes beautiful and thin, and has like a little fun pixie haircut. She's all sassy, got her boobs out. Yeah, basically, out. all that happens is she gets a nice dress and cuts her hair. Like you didn't Pretty need the coin for this girl. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you could have just done that yourself. Like it's not a big deal. Yeah, but she looks great. She looks great. She does look yeah. great. Yeah. And uh, in in the meantime, Mitch's. Uh, Mitch's dream is now turned into a nightmare because he sees a woman on TV who's like, Mitch, Mitch, come and get mm-hmm. me. And then she comes out of the TV like Samara um, and like tries to have sex with him. And then the leprechaun comes on the TV <laughs> like <laughs> in many disguises. And eventually she turns into like a robot or something and like electrocutes him or something. It's, it's weird. very weird. Yeah, a fembot a type death. thing. Yeah. I don't really know what's going on it's here. A very yeah. strange death. It's, and yeah. then the two mm-hmm. like lone shark guys come in and see that, and then he kills them too. And then they're Scott and Tammy are trying to figure out like what's going on, like what's this thing with the coin and stuff. And and then Loretta encounters the leprechaun oh. in probably the best scene of the movie. I'm just gonna say, it. I think it's the best scene. It's very. Freddy Krueger mm-hmm. like late game yeah. you know where he's like he wh- wh- which one is it where he, he makes her like eat the food yeah, and she blows part, up part 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 five Four? yeah five yeah. yeah yeah five yeah it reminds me it of that. really it's, is yeah. because he's like you know what yeah. you could still use a little bit more work how about we make you your butt bigger and it gets huge and then it's like your lips could be yeah. bigger and she gets these huge like crazy duck lips and then yeah. she's like trying to get out of the room, but she can't because her butt's too big. And then he just. I did write down the the little rhyme, the rhyme that he has here. And is your boobs are big. Your butt is small, but you're in for quite a fall. Bigger is good, but Jumbo is dear. I'll get your boobs to come out to here. <laughs> the quality of these puns, you guys, they're very good puns. They must have been having a, a good time. Someone yeah. got very stoned in the writing room and just came up with a shit. It's like. It's like they wrote a bunch of puns and then wrote a story around it. It's like <laughs> yeah, a jukebox musical. Like, true. you know, when you when you take the songs <laughs> that are so existing true. and then you write. You know, yeah. <laughs> and so she tries to leave the room. And, of course, she explodes into a million pieces. It's delightful. It's so yeah. funny. And uh, and he 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 gets out this this little umbrella before she explodes and puts it in front of his mm-hmm. face. So he doesn't get <laughs> splattered. It is yeah. adorable. And. And so now, like, Scott's just, like, turning rapidly. So Tammy's like, we've mm-hmm. got to get you to a doctor. 
they get to the doctor and they're all like, we don't know what to do. Like, this is so weird. And, and, <laughs> and then like in the operating room, they discover that he has all this money and they're like, oh, look at all this money. We'll give him this test and that test. We'll keep him here for a week and do that test. And they're all like trying to figure yeah. out like how they can just bleed him dry. It's a pretty clear, you know, statement on the healthcare system, so even in the, the 90s there. And yeah. of course, the leprechaun shows his shows back up and there's a big scuffle and he yeah. kills all the uh, doctors and also, nurses and stuff. Worth noting, like really quick, what was going on in history at this time, too. Like, if I remember, this is like the first time they tried to get universal health care and it didn't work. And Hillary Clinton was the one like leading it. And they were like, well, we don't want to do that because it's a woman who's trying to do this and she's not even president. Ugh. So I think there's probably why some of these jokes are in here, too, because it's like they were actually really Man. close to getting universal health care at this point and or at least some version uh, closer to universal health care. And like it didn't work. So maybe that's why he's like commenting on this. See, you watch this stuff nowadays and you're like, is this maybe a little brilliant sometimes? Uh, like, I don't know. I think it's great. And uh, and there's like a big showdown, like in the hospital basement and stuff. And uh and Scott is like deteriorating rapidly, and he's like, "Listen, we gotta get back to the casino." Yeah, they 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 have like this like rap battle for a second, where yeah. like he starts saying a rhyme, and then Leprechaun says a rhyme, and then it's like a princess rap battle all of a sudden, so awkward. and yeah. that doesn't last very long. It doesn't. Um, um but thankfully, yes, yes. And they run back to the casino. Yes, <laughs> thankfully, they get back to the, to, to the casino, and the the great uh, Franzia or whatever his name is, um he is doing his act and he's going to and the leprechaun pops out of the box and is like i've joined the act and stuff and mm-hmm. uh because at at this point somehow he's gotten the coin i can't even remember like i said i watched this very very late last night he gets the coin and wishes to be like the best magician of of all time yes yeah he got the he stole the coin from loretta right. and yeah now he that's is that's the best right magician that's of all right. time and so <laughs> Leprechaun pops out of the, of the box and sticks him in the box to get sawed in half. And he pulls out a chainsaw yeah. and just starts sawing okay, into him. he's supposed to be, yeah, he's supposed to be like the best magician of all time. Yeah, he can't get out of this box. Yeah, I'm like, and, oh, uh, this doesn't work well. And he tries to use the coin against the Leprechaun, I think. And then the Leprechaun nope, doesn't, doesn't work against the yeah. person. And yeah. the coin. Oh, yeah, yeah, he only has one wish. The too, coin yeah. like falls into the crowd. And then, like, yeah, everybody yeah. watches as he gets, like, sawed in half with a chainsaw and stuff. <laughs> this is kind of funny because cool. they're, like, um, you know, uh, telling him to keep going. The audience is like, yeah, keep it going. Yeah. They're egging him on. It's and then when he, he, like, actually slashes him in half and they're like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's, it's like they don't know out. if it's real or not. But then um, mm-hmm. Scott comes mm-hmm. in and he's like, this isn't a show. It's, it's, it, it, it's real. Leave and be safe. Mm-hmm. And then for a second, it seems like there's going to be, going to be like this mass murder where like he kills everybody and like because like some people start to like fly through the air and land on mm-hmm. tables and I'm like is this going to be like a fun sort of carry moment or like a hell razor 3 thing where like they just kill everybody mm-hmm. but it doesn't really get to that. Yeah. They just all kind of run out and then it, it's it's just the three of them and Leprechaun keeps like appearing and disappearing and stuff and eventually they they get the flamethrower and they they hit the pot of gold and somehow that makes the yeah. leprechaun burst in, into flames right when he flies yeah, through the air the the, the cd-rom talks about that earlier <laughs> on they're talking about the only way to kill a leprechaun is by burning his gold it's okay <laughs> there's a lot of exposition Although on this cd-rom <laughs> 
They're, I know it's very informative, yeah. like pre-Wikipedia. Very modern here. for the time. I, I have I have questions though because they don't destroy one coin as we right. find out. So apparently you just have to destroy like most of the coins yeah. to kill the leprechaun. It's like a loophole. Like, okay, it's a leprechaun loophole. But they obviously wanted to set up a sequel, so they yeah. left one. You know, still. Well, somehow him. he ends up in space in the next one, and I'm wondering how that happens. Yeah, I don't know how that I've happens. Gotta either, watch it now because I'm like, well, how did it's they the do same that? director? So yeah, oh, I'm curious. Yeah. I didn't know that. I might really need to see that now. And mm-hmm. and yeah, so he explodes and like bursts into flames and then they just leave and they're like, yeah, let's go like to the McDonald's and get a shamrock shake or something. <laughs> Cut to black. <laughs> yeah, you assume that. I guess I guess they start dating and he drops out of college, doesn't actually go, I would assume, Maybe so. and stays in Vegas. And uh, Wonderful love story. It's 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 like what a, a beautiful love story. uplifting leaving Las Vegas. Really, I mean, it doesn't really follow a narrative structure, so it's it, it, it's kind of whatever happens yeah. happens. You know, it's a very uh, each character. I mean, the characters do have there are consequences mm-hmm. to you know the actions of the characters, which I appreciate yeah. uh, because when somebody gets the coin, they make the wish. It's not what they wish for, and then it gets stolen from them because they're not really paying attention. And um, a lot of greedy people in this movie mm-hmm. who are just trying to uh, you know get rich quick, and uh, and the people who come out ahead are the ones who are trying to do good i guess and yeah. trying to live their lives even though they are tortured quite a bit in the meantime um so i guess there's a, a okay moral there that hopefully people yes. things will work out in the end hopefully this is a life affirming film i want to know what this leprechaun is doing in the meantime between movies I would is like he just to know. like i mean i guess he was in a statue but for the, for this one yeah. but like what is he what is he doing his free what time does like he do? all he seems to want to do is collect these coins yeah. but like they he can't seem to keep them i don't know I don't know how hard I got to sell y'all on this movie, but it's it it it's a good old time, and if if you're in the right mindset, it can be a hoot and a half. I think that is the key. Yes, you definitely need to be know what you're getting into, mm-hmm. and uh, don't expect a horror film because it's not really a horror not film. Really, it's more yeah. of like a dark comedy, mm-hmm. sprawling, uh, you know, party movie. Where I mean, there are consequences, and like there's that one kind of fun death where she gets like you know blown up oh, and it's everything, so fun. but. Generally speaking, there's not a ton of like gore. There's some like I don't know. He gets his like finger bitten off. I'm trying to think. Yeah, of what it's not else, really like, like gory because it's not like really gruesome. It's just sort of goofy. Yeah, it's, it's go- goofy, goofy yeah. gore. Yeah, I don't got much else to say. Yeah, it's. <laughs> we are speechless with this movie, y'all. It's uh, it has left me yes, uh, <laughs> dead. I, I I don't know. <laughs> to the world. I literally have dead to the world. We're all dead to the world. To the world. To the world. <laughs> we yeah. have dead is better. We have peaked. This uh, is we're not getting any yes. better than this. We're we are retiring. <laughs> Rest of the month. We'll has been see how canceled. the next one goes because it's also fucking crazy. Yeah, that we we did two in a row here that are just. I mean, this whole month is just oh, nuts. Yeah. But like, the last one at least has maybe a little bit of prestige. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, sort of. Anyway, yeah, we'll it's still it's a. Uh... It's got some The franchise stuff, yeah. has some prestige yeah. anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's classier yeah. than the other ones. It's we've a classier. Discussed yeah. or will be discussing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh. We're going to end it with a little um. little bit of class to get our dignity back so we can mm-hmm. go into the next mm-hmm. month. Yeah. Whatever that may be. Yeah, which uh... whatever that may be, it's still TBD, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do we have a couple overlooked gems? Oh yeah, mine is a, a little film. I don't think I've talked about it. God, I hope not. It's getting to the point now where I'm like, did I talk about that already? Um, <laughs> it hasn't even been a year yet. I'm well, like, I have eh. a list. If you ever, if you ever need <laughs> okay. a list, I have a list. Yeah. I might need that list so I can just cross some <laughs> off. Right. Um, yeah. Today I'm going to talk about a film called Mortuary. 
Right. And that is a film starring a young Bill Paxton, actually. And uh, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. dynamic duo of Christopher George and Linda Day George from Pieces. And what a duo. Oh, magnificent. And I believe this mm-hmm. was their, la- their last film together be- before he passed away. And it's a film about a young girl whose father is brutally murdered, but they don't know by who. And a few years later, there's a killer going around using an embalming needle to kill people. And she has to figure out who they are before she's the next victim. And it's mm-hmm. it's very it's very fun. It's actually like the story kind of reminds me a bit of Scream a bit, but like with, without mm. like all the fun, like, sure. you know, self-referential stuff. But it has some vibes. Um, e- even the killer's get up kind of has a sort of Scream ghost face look. So I'm like, did someone mm-hmm, see mm-hmm. this movie before they made Scream? I'm just, I'm wondering. Maybe know? Kevin Williamson was vibing. Maybe on that. he yeah, was. Good for you, Kev. Because it's, it's I, mean, a I know. Movie. Yeah, I know. In the second one, like, it, it, I swear he had to have seen. He knows you had to because have. that opening sequence it's is like verbatim. Like too yeah. similar. To, <laughs> practically, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That 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 one's yeah. a little like obvious, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it's that's possible. fun. I think. Uh, I want to say. Our friends over at Gaylords of Darkness just did an episode about Mortuary like oh, the past yeah. month. I, I'm a little I'm behind on the episodes, mm-hmm. but um, so go watch the movie and then you can listen to them if you want. It's, yeah, it's a good time. And there's a there's a beautiful Blu-ray yeah. out by um, Code Red slash Scorpion, whatever. So good cool. transfer. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I got an oldie one. Um, it's the Spiral Staircase. It's from 1946. Oh, one of my favorites um, from when I was a kid. It's cute. It's cute. Yes, it's uh, 1916. You got this beautiful mute woman named helen who is a domestic worker for an elderly ailing mrs warren and uh mrs warren has these two adult sons albert who is a professor and womanizing impudent um steven sorry i'm reading this description i don't really know what that means (laughs) Uh, impudent steven anyway anyway she has two sons and (laughs) they live in this giant mansion um and she becomes concerned with helen's safety when a rash of murders involving women with afflictions hits the neighborhood um, so she implores her doctor, Dr. Perry, to take Helen away for her own safety. When another murder occurs inside the mansion, it becomes obvious that Helen is in danger. Yeah. So it's like somebody is killing uh, disabled people and nobody knows why. And it has all these like kind of Agatha Christie vibes because the whole thing takes place in this creepy mansion. And uh, all the characters are sort of duplicitous and they all have their own motives. And you never know who's going to double cross who. Um, it's very and then there were none. Mm-hmm. Uh, slash 10 little indians slash whatever um and there's like a storm brewing throughout the whole movie which i love because it's just a great ambiance and um yeah it just sets a mood really well uh the reveal if i remember right is not particularly great great, but yeah but everything else is it's it's just a great kind of mood movie you can just put on especially it's a good rainy day Mm -hmm. movie because it's like actually raining throughout the movie (laughs) and uh creepy very formative for a lot of other movies that came after it and um it really is uh yeah yeah, so um, go check it out. Oldie, but a it's goodie. a good uh, gateway horror horror film for like kids and stuff because it's not very gory and because yeah. I I think I saw it on like AMC when I was like five or six and I loved it mm-hmm. and I rewatched it yeah, again and I was like yeah a... that ending isn't really great I don't think but no but the rest no, is no, no. pretty cool uh, rest is pretty solid it's a it's a black and white movie so <gasps> I gotta you know. No, that's not how real life is. I can't watch black and white. I know, I know. I do Although they, they, they did remake it, I think, twice. They remade it I think with so. yeah. um, Jacqueline Bissett and 
Elaine mm-hmm. Stretch of all people um, in the 70s. I did not see and that one. And then yes. I think they did it with like Daryl Hannah was in one maybe or like Nicolette Sheridan or someone. It seems like something if they re- remade it now, it would be like one of those Kenneth Branagh movies that he keeps making with like the. Um, oh, yeah. The train, like the, the mur- murder, murder on the Orient Express, Express and yeah. stuff. And Death on the Nile, which is coming out this year. But yeah, it uh, I would I would be down for another remake why not work. uh it could put work, some money yeah. into it get a get a good cast yeah. and maybe change up the ending yeah. and yeah I, i'd be down well that wraps up this week uh have a great you know uh saint patrick's mm-hmm. day which is tomorrow if you're listening to this on our first day eat some spuds and uh eat some spuds uh yet uh find a four-leaf clover and uh, make a wish mm-hmm. maybe it'll come true who knows I or know. maybe your butt will just explode and, uh, Maybe. <laughs> Reminds me of a Legally Blonde. I was getting liposuction. What? What? Liposuction! <laughs> Normal women don't have this kind of ass. <laughs> Allie Larder. Let's discuss her. What happened to her? What's she doing? She should have done more comedy. I, I thought she's, she's a funny in that movie. Yeah, she's a hoot, hoot in that. Yeah. I like her. Yeah. Oh, she's in some show called The Rookie now, which is probably some doctor show. Yeah. It's, or no, it's a police procedural. Oh television this year do we need another show about doctors or firemen who watches these shows i don't (laughs) apparently people watch these shows i don't know anyone who watches these shows or the csi shows or the like uh, and they're on forever uh, like you discover wait that's been on for 16 seasons what (laughs) yeah and there's like 10 spinoffs and it's but i did complete why women kill finally Oh, I good. savored it yeah. for as long as I could, and I completed it, and it was lovely. I thought it was great. It was. It was kind of fun. I liked it. It's hard you know, not to spoil anything, yeah, but it's kind of fun anything. how they bring the storylines together in the end. And yeah, yes. it's uh, because that's the only like thing that's weird about that series versus Desperate Housewives mm-hmm. is that you never see them interacting with one another right. because they're in different timelines. So you have to get kind of past yeah. that. But it's it's still interesting. It's yeah. really good, and it's like I I have yeah. read they did greenlight a season two in 2019, <laughs> but with everything right. going on, I'm be assuming it hasn't been shot at all yet. But I don't know. Yeah, apparently it's going to be a different yeah time period, different time different periods, cast, and I assume different yeah. cast. Which I hope they bring back some of the cast. That'd be though. nice. Like, I want yeah. them to like have small roles, yeah. like American Horror Story. Deal, that but, would be kind of cool. But, yeah, I I, like I'm not sure what the. Yeah what the synopsis is like what it's going to be about but i like the first season yeah. so i'll try season two once they film it <laughs> if you need something to watch this pandemic folks i highly recommend desperate housewives or why women kill yeah. or devious maids like these really uh uh, uh over the top just uh fun uh soapy campy series yes. and they're they still got some murder in them some horror a little bit and it's it's fun yeah oh okay well you know we'll uh, see you next week. We got uh, a crazy one again coming up and uh, you can follow us as always on Facebook and Twitter at HOHH podcast. You can find us on Instagram at home was on haunted hill. You can write us a review on uh, iTunes. Please be nice. Um, you can find us at letterbox. If you want to know what we're covering next week, you have to follow us. I always forget to mention that, but you know, mm-hmm. uh, some some people might just be listening to the podcast and be like, I want to know what you're covering next week. I'm like, well, you can find out because we tell you on sure the do. social medias, right? Yes, do. yes. So, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, we'll see you then, right? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>